you're listening to the little. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Normally, this would be the part where I do the intro, but um, today we have the giggles. I cannot get it together. So you are listening to the Lifted Life okay. podcast. Created the show to help you live a lifted life. Okay, let's do this. Let's go. We're doing it. Welcome to episode 132. You may or may not know this, but it was a, took a couple of takes to get going because we had the giggles this morning. Ooh, 132. Here we are. Idea machines. That's why I decided to call this one. Based off of the book that I read and thoroughly enjoyed and now recommend you check out, which you haven't even checked out, Tim, but you did do the exercise like I asked you, like a good student. <laughs> the book is called Become an Idea Machine because ideas are the currency of the 21st century by Claudia Azula Alcher. So in the book, the premise is, I'm not going to give it all away. There's lots in it. So write 10 ideas every day, just every day, write down 10 ideas. And I mentioned a couple shows back that we were going to be working on this to bring you our field research of how that went for us. And we've been doing it somewhat, not 100% every day, but some. And today we just wanted to share a bit about this idea of being an idea machine and why it can be so impactful in our lives. So I just realized I didn't ask any questions, questions or criteria. I just started (laughs) writing ideas down. Yeah. 10 of them. There's so many ways to do it. Now the book, she gives lots of examples of right 10 ideas for this, 10 ideas for that. And for me, I really like to do just whatever I'm in the mood for, what I'm enjoying thinking about for the day. So one day I was kind of just getting irritated and I thought 10 ways to feel good today. And I wrote those. And then when I'm in the, in between, between ideas of, should I do this or should I do that? 10 benefits of going this way. And you write 10 things. And I think the really cool part is that you'll start to tire out around maybe four or five, Mm. six or seven. She talks about this in the book too. It's when you push past that tire out point that some of your best ideas can come. Now they may not be directly like, oh wow, that's an amazing idea, but you push yourself to think differently. So that's one aspect of 10 ideas and and becoming or being an idea machine is this idea of getting past what you think are your options and really going for it with five more things that you didn't even realize you could come up with, but you did. So did you struggle to get to 10 on any of your things? So I took a different approach. Um, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I've done exercises like this before or similar to this. And even my daily journal practice is like this. I don't like to write. I've never liked, never liked writing. After I started journaling, forcing myself to journal, I began to enjoy it. I began to enjoy the byproducts of it, the way I can think and feel feel throughout the day. So that's why I journal. A technique that I learned in journaling is it's very hard to get started. Mm-hmm. What I think writers would call a writer's block, which I know that's really dif- different opinions really disrespectful for me to call, say I have writer's block when I can't journal. But <laughs> one of the techniques I do is I will write the first thing that's in my head, whether it's a song, wake up singing a song, what's going on outside, Um, I don't want to write, whatever. I just write something. So I took that same uh, concept towards the idea machine. I wrote an idea down. It could be the most random idea Mm -hmm. that isn't even even possible, but I wrote it down. Just Mm -hmm. whatever the first idea was there, I wrote it. Mm -hmm. And then 
I gained momentum. And by the time I got to five, I felt like it was easier to get going. Gotcha. So I don't know if that answered your question. I don't know either. Did you have a hard time getting to 10? Mm. Yeah, I would say if I was having trouble get starting, I used a technique I just described. But then I would say by the time I got to seven or eight, I was mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do right now? And that's the cool part is that mm-hmm. it makes you go deeper. Here's a quote from the book. Okay. Coming up with 10 ideas a day is like exercise. And exercise makes the idea muscle stronger. That's another thing that I found from doing this is the first time I did it, I wrote some pretty maybe impossible ideas or felt impossible. Mm -hmm. But by the time the next day came, the next day, next day, it wasn't weird to write those big lofty ideas down because they're just being written down. But during the day when you think about it, I'm like, man, that was kind of fun. So that's the next thing I want to talk about, which I think is really cool. We talk about the idea of writing down some things you appreciate from your day as a reflection in your journal. It's an exercise you and I both partake in. Mm -hmm. Um, Not every day. You do it probably more regularly than I do. But it's this, we, okay, here it is. Whatever we tell our brain to look for is what our brain will find. So if we're saying, look for things to appreciate, I've even heard it's even more powerful if you say, here's what I appreciate and why, mm. because you're really living through that experience and reliving it and allowing that elevated vibration to kind of happen again. Uh, the same is true with becoming an idea machine is that you are looking for ideas, possibilities, opportunities, and you are shaping your brain in a way that it makes you able to come up with ideas. So to me, being an idea machine is about stretching your creative capabilities. I've also heard it described that when you physically take the action of writing down the idea or the thing, it slows your brain down for one, and you really process what you're writing. But secondly, you are making it real. Yeah, You are physically writing it. So it's no longer this idea, it's a physical thing on a piece of paper. Speaking of slowing down and bringing some presence to our life, I have mm-hmm. a new little, I mean, I've been doing it a bit, but I haven't even told you about this. Oh, no. kind of out there. Okay. We have two dogs in a backyard, and they poop in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And we have a pooper picker-upper, a little claw machine guy, and I generally am on top of that. I got to go pick up this poop. Mm-hmm. Gets me outside, no matter the weather. Um, keeps the yard clean. I can say, kids, go play in the yard. And they can't say, but there's poop everywhere. Yeah. Um, I just like do it. So I have upped the ante recently and i've brought more presence to this activity by doing it barefoot get it okay you know if i am not totally present <laughs> my guess surprise got you i thought you were going to like grounding in uh, well that's the other benefit of course uh, is that when you don't side, have shoes on beneficial and, side effects yes yeah. beneficial well. side effects air quotes when you don't have shoes on you can connect with the earth in a deeper way and it ups the ante, brings more presence to your life. Can't get in your head. Can't go ruminous, rum, ruminating about the past, reminiscing about the future. You got to be here now or you could pay the price hmm. right between your toes. Interesting. Thank you. That's about presence. Presence. And the idea of writing something down, I think you're right. It brings another level of presence. Uh, and it's goes back to another theme we talk about a lot in the podcast, which is what we practice is what we get good at. So then it's clear to see why it could be really beneficial to get good at ideas. I really do believe that 
being a critical and creative thinker will pay off in our life in so many ways. One example, you're making a recipe or you have an idea for a meal, but you don't have three out of the 10 items on the list. If you're a creative thinker and you're an idea machine, you will solve that problem quickly, easily. You'll find a replacement, you'll find a way around it. If on the other hand, you're living within this small box of we can only do this, we can only do that, it'll continually be a block, I think, to the true flow of life. So it's just one tiny example of how training your brain to look for creative solutions uh, can be beneficial in your regular day-to-day life. And also whenever it comes to dreaming big and getting out of your own way to live a truly vibrant and lifted life. I think thinking critically, thinking creatively and practicing this idea, which is to write down 10 ideas a day. Now, I told you the other day, I was kind of in a bad mood and I'll say 10 ways to feel better, but there's way more that I've done. 10 ways that I can make this house feel more fresh, 10 ways to, um, nurture my relationship with my spouse, 10 ways to connect more deeply to the earth, whatever it is, just boom, one idea. And then you stretch your mind. And even if it doesn't seem like it would connect back to making more money or being more healthy. I think you might be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> ironically enough, or probably not ironically, um, I'm reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which I've heard so much about the book. Never then read. I bought it. Then you bought it, and I happened to steal it before you could read it. And now it's, <laughs> it's okay. Online. I'm already reading 82 other books, <laughs> always at one given That's moment. It's on my nightstand, so it's my book now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a paper book. You don't usually do that. Yeah, I know. That's out of my... Do you find yourself swiping or zooming in? Ironically enough, I try to check the time by tapping the page. How'd that work? Doesn't work. I think it's broken. Um, The book. You're reading the book. Reading the book. And the book, I'm not that far into it, but I can already pick up the theme. It's what you think about, you bring about. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's genuinely what they're saying. But there is, or he's saying, but there is this underline that you have to be passionate about what you want. Mm-hmm. You have to have this de- burning desire to have it. And I think that's the missing part of maybe your exercises. I mean, not missing part, but the part of your exercises. I think people say, I don't, I don't have good ideas. I, I, you know, I, I can't think of the next Tesla or the next whatever. And I don't think that's the point. I don't think it's the idea itself. It's the, um, the connection you have to the idea, how bad you want the idea, how good it makes you feel by taking action on the idea Mm -hmm. but like you said the more ideas you come up with the more chances you are to come across that one idea that lights you up you're also just flexing that muscle of solutions opportunities Mm -hmm. ideas it's away from problems and heaviness and issues that you find it's it's never like 10 it's typically not 10 ways the world is going wrong or bad Mm -hmm. generally oops sorry there's that ring you generally would not pick that for the topic. You would pick something that energizes you because when you have to write 10 of them, I don't think anyone would choose 10 reasons the world is corrupt. Yeah. It just, it lowers your vibration. You would naturally lean more towards, well, I'd rather put it. It's such a great example of how, when we put our attention on it, it grows. And if you have to come up with 10 things, do you really want to dwell in something that's heavy? No, you'll lean more towards something that you want. 
-hmm. And it really exemplifies that, I think. All right, let's take a quick break to thank this week's sponsor, and then we'll get back to the show. This week's episode is brought to you by our Mood Probiotics. Did you know that over 70% of the body's serotonin is made in the gut, not in our brain? Put a little pep in your step with our Mood Probiotics. I came up with that quickly. Pep mm -hmm. and step. Get it? Get it. Slang. <laughs> Mood boost. Okay. Back to the show. Back to being an idea machine or even becoming one. What do you think um, is going to be the block for people to put this to the test? Hmm. Well, at least one of my blocks were this. These are dumb ideas. Like this isn't going to produce anything. Or like one of my, I think my first idea I wrote down, um, our son is, um, reliving his childhood. <laughs> He's 12, but he remembers this cartoon series he watched when maybe he was three, four, four, yeah. I, somewhere around there. He's found this cartoon series, which we watched together when he was younger. So he and I have been watching them again together, <laughs> mostly him, but I've been watching some with him. You've definitely been watching some of them. And... <laughs> And I recalled when he w was four and we watched this, he wanted to build an Iron Man suit. And I went to help him. And we got cardboard and all this stuff out. And he's like, no, Dad, metal suit that can fly. <laughs> and, uh, told him it was impossible. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we're doing this exercise. He's watching these cartoons again. And I'm like, you know, that's my first idea, build an Iron Man suit. So 10 ways that you would build it or 10 steps? What, what was the exact? Well, I didn't get any instructions. So I just wrote down 10 ideas. I didn't know they had to be connected. Well, they don't have to, but is it 10 ideas about the Iron Man suit? I said, I want to make one. That was one of the 10. One of the 10, yeah. Okay. Well, you can do it that way. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's definitely a rule. I think if you do give yourself a general theme, theme mm -hmm. you'll find that you develop momentum around that theme. The theme. So 10 ways I could start my garden today. If you're like, ah, oh, the garden, I've always wanted to grow my own food. It's just so overwhelming. Okay. Break it down. 10 ways I could start my garden today, 10 steps I could take towards my garden this month, any mm -hmm. kind of just jump start towards what you want. Um, so I would do, this could be another day's list, 10 ways or 10 items I would need to build an Iron Man suit. Mm -hmm. Like I said, this is not the rule. This is just a guideline that might help you get well, momentum. The interesting part is, um, so I did these, these ideas. And then recently I've been really drawn to how rocket engines work. Yes, you have. And watching tons of videos explaining the physics behind rocket engines and through the lineage of rocket man. from the 60s till now, how all NASA and the Russians and how they all built these engines and how SpaceX is building theirs today. And I've been really drawn to that, which is kind of funny because I think that's a byproduct of these ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I knew it. I've got a really great uh, insight from the book. There's lots more goodness, so I'm definitely trying not to give away too much, but uh, this one's really great. What if I can't come up with 10 ideas? Then come up with 20. Chances are you are suffering from a perfectionist attack. Coming up with 20 will force you to have some bad ideas and it will loosen up the process. Now, how cool is that? These are not about coming up with 10 amazing, really good ideas. It's about flexing that idea muscle and getting better and better at thinking differently, thinking outside the box, thinking beyond what you would normally stop at. Mm -hmm. So I think that it feels maybe a bit random, like, okay, I'm listening to this Lift to Life podcast. They're generally talking about 
energy and feeling better. And all of a sudden they're talking about becoming an idea machine. Why? What gives? Or rocket engines. Right. Iron Man suits. <sighs> the idea is that we are creative, born innately so. And I think oftentimes we fall into a path of a groove, a rut. It's the path of least resistance. It's doing the same things the same way over and over again, which leads to a not so fulfilling life and not so lit up life. And I think this one simple tip, if you were to say, I'm just going to do one thing different. I'm going to start listing 10 ideas every day. I do think this hack could help you to think different, live different, and begin to create a new path outside of the rut that you've worn down based on what you do day after day after day. It's just another tool in our tool belt. We share a lot of them on the show and a lot of them come back and weave together. Like what we practice is what we get good at, what we focus on, we get more of what we think about. We bring about all these little zingers. They connect back to this idea of thinking different and opening up your mind to thinking, um, about new subjects in new ways, even or old subjects in new ways just not old subjects and all old ways. That's what we're trying to bust on out of. Any yeah. other wrap up thoughts that you have about this? Are you going to keep doing the 10 ideas a day? Um, are you going to read the book? <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> you have questions. Um, I'm not say, saying I won't read the book, but unlike you, I read one book at a time. So I'll have to finish. Blasphemy. <laughs> I'll have to finish my Napoleon Hill book first. Um, I think that it is a good exercise. I did um, suspend some of my other stuff to make room for this, um, mostly because I kind of forgot till bedtime, and I want to get I actually wanted to do it. Um, but even some of that other stuff isn't it a little bit monotonous? Like, well, it's nice to um, stop doing the stuff I do daily to kind of get a little bit of contrast to kind of go back and see how useful that was and kind of test it, kind of split test if that was useful. Right. And then maybe I keep the ideas and maybe I switch, maybe oh, I'll work that through. But the I think the concept of people, at least I fell in that is I don't have good ideas. I'm not I'm not creative in that way. False. And I believe that's 100% false. <laughs> I think everyone is creative. Um I think everyone has that ability to to do that. I mean, everyone has the ability to think. Mm-hmm. And you have the ability to think of ideas and there's a reason why these ideas come to you. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've spent a lot of time repressing those and pushing them back because you think you're not good at things. Mm-hmm. And I think the more you flex, the more you do the exercise, the more that you bring it in, you'll find that you actually have lots of good ideas. Yeah. A lot of times it's maybe just an idea got planted in our mind that, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. not good at that. Mm-hmm. And this is the perfect practice of, well, you can practice it and get better at it. Yep. Thinking differently become an idea machine. We appreciate you listening to this week's episode. As always, uh, if you enjoyed the show, we would so appreciate it if you took a quick moment to leave a quick rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast. And we'll see you next week on The Lifted Life.